0: guys um welcome to episode 17 today me and Michaela are going to discuss the importance of prioritizing yourself and we're going to give some examples as to how to achieve prioritization so three things
1: <laughs> also happy valentine's day guys this is our valentine's day episode. oh yeah <laughs> so, happy
0: valentine's day yes
1: um so real fast my three things I just want to zoom on by because normally I go off in other tangents when I talk about three (laughs) things so I've been loving this little HP laser jet printer I have it's a small compact printer and it's perfect fits in our studio nicely and then the second and third thing are actually uh way products so I ran out of um and I'm going on a tangent (laughs) I ran out of a hairspray and then um heat protectant spray so and I just been using kind of like drugstore brand so i finally decided to splurge on whey products and i love them my hair has never felt like better um especially because i put a lot of heat on my hair so 10 out of 10 recommend whey products so far i'll give a little review later but what about you
0: okay so for me i've been using my ipad a lot recently because school just started well actually it's been a month like it's already february oh
1: my goodness like we only
0: have like two more months left Honestly, maybe well, three months if you're counting February, but tangent. Um, <laughs> I love it because note taking and practicing like math problems because I'm in Cal 2 and Chem 2. So a lot of math going on there. Um, but the second thing I have done this one repeatedly, but it is literally the best investment I've ever put in myself. And for my hobbies, it's the Kindle Paperwhite. I love it so much. I carry it with me everywhere. If you like reading books and you want you like read multiple books at the same time because that helps you read faster I recommend the Kindle because it's super portable and like you can access thousands of books just from your small Kindle. It sounds like an ad but it's not <laughs> <laughs> um, And then the third thing is the skin aqua SPF50 sunscreen. That is my favorite, like holy grail sunscreen. It's just so lightweight, super non greasy. It feels just like a moisturizer. It does have alcohol in it, but it's it doesn't bother me. I love it. It's ten out of ten. No, it's nice. But to (laughs) introduce this episode, um, we're gonna talk about obviously prioritization and why. Being selfish sometimes is okay because you only get one life. And if you're always the type of person to give everything to everybody else but give nothing to yourself, that's not healthy. And we're going to help you get out of that cycle. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I think is very important is to learn to become independent because that is one thing you can get out of the way like you know you can be by yourself and still be happy and you don't have to feel so anxious all the time that you're not with somebody if that makes sense for sure like constantly needing to be with someone just to be able to go to like a store I mean every once in a while like if you're just bored that's a different thing but if you like have to go pick up your medicine from the pharmacy and you don't want to go by yourself that is like an issue I feel like
1: yeah I think so
0: or like going to a restaurant and eating by yourself there's nothing wrong with that I feel like humans are made to be social and reach out to other people and honestly it's just how civilization is like you're bound to meet someone and be with someone but the most important part of human survival is to be able to make it on your own
1: oh so, yeah that's one
0: thing that that's I definitely
1: a huge thing um especially yeah. with this valentine's day like it's hard when you might find yourself being super codependent with your partner and you know today is celebration of love but the biggest thing is to love yourself like joe's saying like you want to be an independent bad be you know go and do your thing take yourself out on a date you know it takes a lot of courage and it's hard to do even I sometimes like I find it hard to go like out to eat by myself or go to a cafe because I just have my husband around but doing it by yourself is really taking time for you and not being afraid to go do that you're going to learn so much more and become a like a stronger and a more secure in yourself person absolutely and I think when you're by yourself
0: you have a lot of mental conversations with yourself and you become more observant of others. True. And so even though you may feel like you're going out to eat alone, but you're observing all these people eating together, it's like you're still with people and you get to be in the moment and recognize that humans are very interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think there, were, there would be a dull moment if you did decide to go eat by yourself or go shopping by yourself or whatever by yourself
1: for sure and I think this kind of leads into being like selfish like taking that time for just you because sometimes hanging out with a bunch of people can be draining now you can find your good friends and you could even find people if you go by like eating by yourself that's you know that's a great thing too but taking time for just you and Being confident in yourself is so important. And one of the points that we had was setting boundaries to protect yourself. And this would allow you to be the best version that you can be. And I think this is super important because if you have somebody who's nagging you, who's super codependent, and you're trying to teach them like, oh, some dependency, I guess, like, you know, you really have to set that boundary with you and your like in yourself and with other people in order to become the best you. So if you're going to be prioritizing yourself, you need to set some boundaries, with people in your life and yourself too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I feel like a good boundary that you can set is basically Communicating with whoever you're friends with or whoever you have relationships with that you're trying to become more independent, or maybe like, oh, this new year, it's more about me. I need to focus on myself. I want to practice more self growth. So, if you communicate that to your friends and family or whatnot, it's not just going to be out of the blue where you may be hurting those relationships. If you explain what you're trying to accomplish this year, because I think another thing that's super important is maintaining healthy relationships with your friends and family. Because like I said in the beginning, like humans are meant to socialize and be with one another, but it's also important to be by yourself. So if you just communicate that, I think you should avoid a lot of problems down the road. Mm Hmm. So that's also a little hack, I
1: guess. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Like you won't get anywhere in life if you do not set boundaries with the people around you. And I think that's the biggest, like most important point that we're trying to convey to you guys. is like (laughs) independency and setting boundaries is like priority. You will never become the best version of yourself if you don't set that. If you let people walk all over you and you're a people pleaser, like it's just not going to benefit you in the end. And all that matters at the end of the day is yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think
0: the next thing we can go into is setting aside some time for yourself specifically. If you're going into trying out a new hobby, like crocheting or something,
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: really want to do it. But you have like a sibling or a parent who's nagging you like, hey, let's go do this. And you're like, this is not really a good time for me right now. I need to enjoy myself right now. I've been working all day or I've been at school all day working on homework, studying for a test, whatever it might be. Or I've done chores all day. I want to like set some time aside for myself. Explain that. And then. You don't have to explain yourself, but I feel like just to maintain your relationship, it would be more beneficial if you did. But if you feel like it's not necessary to explain yourself, that's also another thing. Yeah. I'm Sorry, that was just a side note. Um, but do whatever you want. Like, they can't really tell you what to do. It's exactly. your life. And if you – you are the only person who knows what you want. Someone else can't tell you what you want. Your friend – can't tell you hey i need you to third wheel for me that while i'm going on this new date with another guy or something because that's honestly so draining and you're like kind of babysitting your friend yeah i mean of course sometimes like if you're in the mood for that and you don't mind helping out a friend that's something else but if you feel like that's not something you can handle at the moment don't be afraid to say no
1: yeah exactly put yourself
0: first Especially if this is the person who goes on many dates. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that
1: at all. I'm just saying, like, you can't always be the one third wheeling. Exactly. Learn how to say no. Like, yeah, definitely be there for the homies (laughs) when they need it. But (laughs) if it's affecting your time and putting yourself first, you know, just learn how to say no. And I think this kind of goes into a point of finding your identity. Like Joe was saying, you got to find what your passions are. If it's going to be crocheting, knitting, whatever, or reading, whatever hobby that you're really into. And it could be like week-long hobby. You start crocheting for a week and you're like, hmm, I don't like it. Try something else next week. And this is something that I'm trying to work on too myself. Um I work Monday through Friday, um, much like a lot of us. And I feel like I'm always living for the weekend. I'm like, um, oh, you know, Monday through Friday, just have work and whatever. And then I'm like, the weekend I finally can do this, this and this. But I'm like, hmm, well, I get off about five. Why can't I just do like 30 minutes of an activity that I want to do after work? So it doesn't feel like I'm living for the weekend. I, every day could be fun and prioritizing me. It doesn't just have to be waiting for the weekend, you know? That's a really good point. I feel like
0: a lot of p- young adults and even, like, adults who have, like, their whole families planned out, like, children, dogs, and all that, like, they <laughs> they work 9 to 5, provide for their family, and, like, couples forget to go out on dates. Yeah. And they forget to, like, love each other again. And it's honestly really sad to see sometimes, but maybe they just need that reminder, like, life isn't about eat, work, sleep. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I get it. Like some people don't have that luxury to like set aside thirty minutes to themselves, but I feel like it's definitely doable, even if it's something really small. Yeah, like learning how to do origami—just folding a piece <laughs> of paper into something yeah. really cool—or Let's see. Maybe making uh, a bag out of plastic bags. You that was hella like cool. You, yeah, and that's super cool. It's a form of crochet. So, some people, it's definitely doable, but I'm not like discrediting the fact that some people don't have that luxury. I feel like I'm going into a tangent though. Yeah, and I feel like maybe if you're struggling to prioritize yourself and maybe you've been putting, like, your chores off, maybe you haven't done laundry in a month or maybe your bedside table is getting cluttered, like, maybe some time that you have left, clean a small area of your room or an area, and maybe you'll feel, like, refreshed about it and kind of motivate you to to do another thing yeah that helps with me anyway so good tip good tip yeah um positive affirmations
1: yes we love positive affirmations around here (laughs) (laughs) so Um, I feel like people don't implement this enough and if you do like You a bad bee. I feel like positive affirmations need to be talked about more. Yeah.
0: And I think this shouldn't be confused with, like, fishing for compliments from other people. It's more Mm -hmm. like something you need to recognize within yourself and actually believe it. Like, fake it till you make it. Yeah. And it's a lot harder to actually do rather than said, obviously, because... If you truly don't believe it, saying it is just nothing. So sure. um, sometimes you don't even have to look in a mirror and say positive affirmations. Sometimes if you make like a small mistake or something, it could be like, uh, I don't know, having a typo on a p- on an email that you sent to your boss and you feel like, oh, that's not going to look good or something like that just be like, it's not the end of the world. You are not below average. You're better than that. Yeah. Just something to like, remind yourself. You're not like, how do I say
1: this? You're not as bad as you think you are. Exactly. I think we've seen that a lot. It's like, yourself like you can be your worst critic your harshest critic you have to be very careful with how you talk to yourself and something that I've seen I think Kendall Jenner talked about this like is working on your inner child so something she's done is she took a photo from when she was younger and she has it posted up somewhere and so she goes and see that so whenever you're talking about yourself negatively you're also talking about her Your younger self. Um, What was I saying? Yeah. So be careful with how you talk to yourself because you're also talking about that past version or, you know, your younger self, your inner child. And it really hurts. And if you keep up with the negative, like, self-talk, you're going to start believing it. So... If you just start with like having positive affirmations anywhere, if you don't want to put on your mirror, put on your desk, put on your car, your phone case, and just recite it to yourself until you start believing it. Because if you speak it out, it'll come back to you. That's what I believe in. And I will manifest for you guys out there um, (laughs) for positive affirmations to be said and to be heard and, you know, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. Some examples here say, i deserve joy i am beautiful i'm worthy of everything that brings me joy very very simple and cute and lovey-dovey you know for yourself and i think like michaela was saying if you just keep saying it like if you think about it this way whenever you talk bad about yourself others might not think that about you and so you're just lying to yourself the entire time and then you start to believe it but if you in a way lie to yourself in the good way and you start to believe that it's beneficial exactly so why why would you want to hate yourself when you can learn to love yourself and this is not like oh i'm you're not going to become narcissistic because you believe you're the hottest woman or man alive That's not what I'm saying. You're you're just gonna be able to recognize that you are a hot person, or you are a smart person, or you are tall, even though you're (laughs) 5'3". It's just figgity, make it, basically. And I think I'm just reiterating so we can move on. (laughs) No, no, Um,
1: I think it's all good. Yeah. Reiterating is that really drilling this into you guys be nice (laughs) to yourself you are beautiful you are worthy of everything that brings you joy you know like just say it absolutely (laughs) but yes shall i guess shall we move on from positive affirmations
0: (laughs) um the next thing i would say is learn to become realistic do you want to dive into that
1: yeah um so something I don't know I was just kind of like word vomiting I think whenever I was trying to like draft ideas for this episode um, becoming realistic doesn't necessarily mean diminishing your goals dreams or desires it really just means to put obtainable goals that will help you succeed because I feel like we work a lot better when we set a realistic goal and we hit it but if you set a real unrealistic goal because you're just like ah d- dreaming about it whatever and you don't actually complete that goal, it can really affect you in your mental state. This could be simple things like um, a goal that I had was like to read more. And I knew when I was really thinking about setting a goal for myself this year, I'm like, realistically, I cannot read that much. I don't have the time um, to read a bunch of books as much as I would like but I just realistically don't have the time. I'm like busy with school, busy with work. Like I'm going, going, going. So while I wanted to read a bunch of books this year, because it's like something I enjoy, I don't have the time. So I set a more realistic goal for me this year. And now that I'm like hitting these benchmarks, I feel really proud of myself for hitting the goals that I set up. But I think it just takes a lot of time of reflection and learning who you are, and what you're capable of. I'm not saying you're not capable of doing everything, but I know as sure as hell I'm not capable of reading a hundred books this year, even <laughs> though I want to, I'm just not capable of it. So I think it's just setting obtainable goals to help you really outline your life and hit those goals. And I think I mentioned something about checking something off a checklist. Like it's not always about that, but if, I don't know if you're anything like me. I really like checking things off a checklist and feeling like I accomplished something today. So I think it's just, you know, I don't know. I'm going off in a tangent now too, but becoming realistic with your goals. I think that will help you prioritize yourself because you're learning more about you, your capabilities and what you want out of life.
0: You explained that very well. I understood it and I don't think it was in a tangent. So, okay. <laughs> I like it. Nice. So, um, I think we're on to our last one. Yeah. Um limit social media. Yep. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so for me prioritizing myself I want to begin this year with limiting what I purchase and my wants and needs need to be uh more thought out before i make like a purchase or whatnot so social media has a really big influence on me and i thought about like going the route where like i use a flip phone or something and try to restrict myself that way but i feel like what happens if it's just not good enough. Like if I if I still have my cell phone, my iPhone, my smartphone, mm-hmm. and I can't restrict myself just using the phone itself, then that makes me super undisciplined. And so I think disciplining yourself with what you do with how social media influences you to do things. Am I making sense? Yeah. Um I don't think it's good for you, but here's the thing. I'm also in a predicament where I feel that TikTok especially is really toxic, but it's also a really good source for information. Like if you wanted to look up something like a math problem or like learning how to do a trig substitution for cow two you could probably pull up it'll probably pull up a bunch of videos and examples of people doing it different ways and resulting in an answer and so in in that kind of sense it's good for you so that's why i feel like if you can restrain yourself and know what to avoid in social media I think it's fine but like hopping from trend to trend I feel that like you lose your identity because it's a trend that you can't make yourself part of a trend and if it dies you die that's not how it works
1: you know yeah I think it goes back to like being authentic and finding like yourself, really. Yeah. Um. Because then when you see these things, it might not sway or persuade you or feel the need where you need to get validation for following a fad or trend or whatever. Um. Yeah, I agree. Like social media is just kind of a beast on its own. Like it's good and bad a little. Um. Like it can be very beneficial, but I think maybe it's just limiting yourself to like the ideas. Um. And for me, what I do is I set a time limit on all my apps that I like want to limit myself from. So like TikTok, um, I don't really use Instagram or Snapchat that often. <laughs> like probably my daily time is like five to 10 minutes on it. Um, just cause I'm like, eh, they're kind of eh, nothing too interesting going on there. Maybe just for information, but I feel like TikTok really draws me in. I don't know. So I think setting time limits for yourself, if you feel the need to, um, is really important. So maybe you can take that and just set little time limits or like Joe mentioned, I we mentioned in another episode is like going kind of like a flip phone route where you have both in case like you need your smartphone, but you also have a flip phone to like be your mainly use of messaging. I don't know. It is hard, but I guess find what works for you. <laughs> Okay, so this is kind of
0: ironic because I saw this on TikTok, but this video completely changed, like, my habits with my phone and my addiction to my phone. So she told us, or her viewers, to close your fist and and speak out loud and tell your fist to open, but don't open your fist. Open. Open, 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 open. <laughs> it's not opening, right? Because it's still closed and you're telling it to open, but it's not opening. So this is basically an analogy of your conscious mind and your physical mind, if that makes sense. Or Ooh, body. Yeah. Like, you're separating the two. You tell yourself to do something, but you're not doing it physically. Mm-hmm. And so why would you... Why would you listen to others word other people's words when they don't really mean anything sometimes. Like if Damn. you have the ability to stand your ground, like your fist is the fist is standing its ground by not opening itself. It's staying true to itself. But the words keep spilling out to open and it's not effective. So if you think about this Whatever people might say to you, like, oh, you need to buy this. You need to have it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the best thing ever. Is it really, though? Yeah. The, no, like, that's a really honestly, good analogy. Honestly, if I have to say anything about what has influenced me to buy something, the only thing, and I've bought a good <laughs> some good, st- a <laughs> bunch of stuff, but the only thing that has, like, actually been a return on investment is my kindle which i bought Mm -hmm. over a year ago so there is nothing there have been nothing that has like made it worth like buying yeah again it i'm I'm just sad that it actually took over a year for me to recognize that i really didn't need all this shit
1: (laughs) yeah i think that's the hardest thing especially with how like influencing is working but i've seen this like de-influencing trend which i live for people saying like oh why this product did or didn't work for them and then people can use that information to see if they really would like it um if something i think about a lot if i lived my whole life without this product do i really need it right now that's what i tell myself i'm like i've gone 20 years without this blush I just feel to impulsively buy it because I've seen it somewhere on TikTok and it looked look beautiful on another mm-hmm. girl. But I'm like, I went 20 years without this. I can live without it. And I'd like think of my purchases a little bit more. So I think you're, yeah, Like I like I really like that fist analogy. Like don't let people sway your feelings because you have control over yourself, but you just need to learn how to find that control, I guess. Yeah. And
0: like you were saying how you talk yourself out of buying something i've learned a different way it's basically the same thing you know um i asked myself first of all like super basic do i need it and the second question is probably not and then the third question i would or no the second question to that first answer would be would this change my life in any way and if the third question is no, then you don't buy it. Yeah. Or this the, if the answer is no to the second question. <laughs> uh, sorry. Let me re-say re- that. Okay. If the first question is, do I need it? And you say no, then you ask yourself the second question. If the second question is no as well, which the second question is, um, will this change my life in any way? And it's, like, not significant enough to actually alter your life and make it better then don't get it just don't do it
1: i like it's not gonna change the quality of your life i agree yeah ask yourself a series of questions and i guess to wrap up this will really ultimately allow yourself to prioritize yourself by all of these things we mentioned and all of kind of the tips that we have, I feel like it will help you prioritize yourself, set boundaries, allow you to have a healthy relationship with purchasing and financial goals and allow yourself to have a healthy relationship with others by setting these boundaries we said and talking nice to you. Like, I feel like self-talk is super important. If there's one thing you're going to take away from this, it's really being independent and learning how to t- talk nicely. But
0: yeah. <laughs> yep already that, <laughs> that is all guys um yeah, thank you we'll for listening <laughs> 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 sorry about our tangents anyways um yeah we'll see you next week peace
1: bye